people and fellow whiners and welcome to another episode of a little something to whine about with your host Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle where we whine w-i-n-e about life love relationships and more because sometimes you just need to whine a little so grab a glass of your favorite red white or rosé and join us on the couch the couch get comfortable with us um so if you didn't notice today we are whining in color and the reason why because we will be discussing the topic of gender roles um as you can see we have our special guest here the gentleman because this episode is called whining with the guys and so we brought some guys so that we can discuss <laughs> topics that have to do, you know, with male-female relationships. Because as we all know that I've said plenty of times and believe, it is important to have both sides. So we are winding with the guys. And here are the guys. And guys, do you care to introduce yourselves? Oh, so I got to go to first? Light-skinned guy can't go first? Oh, all right, look, light-skinned guy first. Then. I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> I take that. <laughs> Who gonna go first? <laughs> I got it. All right. I'm Rob, you know, this lovely, oh so extra woman right here to my left is my wife. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's that's your intro. <laughs> and on your side we have no, oh, I'm Marshall. I said it earlier, but I say it again. I'm Marshall and to my right is this oh so talented and beautiful woman that I call my best friend. Okay. <laughs> Brownie <laughs> points. <laughs> Get them when I can. Oh, oh, these introductions are something else. So, um, yes, before we get started, as you all know, we pop our corks. And today we actually let the gentlemen, our guests, choose the wines. So we actually have no idea, kind of, sort of, what we'll be sipping on. Um, uh, you want to go first? Let us know the type of wine that you chose today. Okay. I chose a soft red blend. It's called Menage a Trois Silk. Oh. <laughs> I, I, you found the one wine in the whole store. <laughs> I, I, I figured I would find a name that's specific. You know, and, and that's what it was. Question mark. Oh, wow. oh, okay. All right. Hey, make the selection the way you can. And Marshall, <laughs> what did you pick? Uh, I have a young semi-sweet that is Zamora. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. Very well done. Well All done. All right. And so we'll be sitting on this. <laughs> to be honest, the guy in the store chose this. Okay. Hey, so look. we're going to find out. Hey, look, it's a good thing. I was in the aisle with my phone. Google. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet reds, but not too sweet. Yeah. I drink um, liquor. 
Exactly. You ain't gonna chase it with anything but liquor. Exactly. Because I could have came in here, we could have added a little bit of color to the to the whiskey, and it'd have been red. No. Called it a day. Well, right. We definitely appreciate <laughs> you guys um, going with the flow of the show and choosing our wines today. It's very interesting that both of you chose red, mm -hmm. whether it's semi sweet or sweet. But it's very interesting that both of you chose red. So, but of course, we are again popping grapes because I have never had this wine. I don't know, Siobhan, have you had the one on your side? I have actually never even had a Cabernet Sauvignon, so Me neither. this is all new. So, hey, th this grape is very ripe, okay? Let's <laughs> just put it that way. <laughs> We're talking gender roles today. Uh, when you hear gender roles, um, the term gender roles, it, it kind of gets under your skin a little because uh, you start thinking, well, what are you saying? Are you being misogynistic? You know, are you being a womanizer? Why Why do we have to have roles? And that think, thought process, I'm thinking is more of the uh, woman, yes, woman. Um, but also, I want to say younger women uh, thought process versus modern. I feel like, uh, yeah, modern, modern, modern women. Uh, thought process versus your uh, quote-unquote traditional or old-fashioned, however you choose to view it, um, you, because across generations, I feel like gender roles um, have changed a lot, um, and, and, and to the point where I feel like now it's gotten to the point where, as for me in my house, this is what goes on, okay? And this is how we handle it. You don't have to do it the way I do it, but in my house, this is how this goes. Um, so, uh, Marshall, what what are your beliefs about, like, gender roles? Like, how you feel about it? Like, come on, jump on in. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. It depends on your household. And I say that because my household is not traditional. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> traditional about this household. However, I come to the table with a prefab fam. So that's not traditional as well right and you know you have to take it as given um i feel like if all the roles are performed in the house whoever's doing it that's just what it is but i grew up in a household where the man was the breadwinner that was that's what mm -hmm. it, you did with it if you had to work for 24 hours a day to make sure your family was taken care of and fed you did that and right. i have part of that so <clears throat> that's just instilled in me from childhood is what i saw is what i knew but reality now is it's kind of hard to say hey the man's going to go to work and the woman's going to stay at home because reality is you probably won't survive like that there needs to be a balance and there definitely needs to be more than one income so, yeah yeah inflation is a mother uh, inflation wait, I, yeah i feel like um and siobhan you can jump in at any point i feel like that's the biggest part like gender roles as what it was set to uh, and I can't even say back in my mom, like back in when I was like a child, I would have to go back to when my mother was a child. And that's even an iffy thing because my grandmother worked. Um, she was a, she's a professional seamstress. My grand, my biological grandfather worked. Um, my grandfather that I knew love, and that's my grandpa. He's no longer with us. He worked. He was a truck driver. So he was always on the road. So grandma was home. So I don't even think as far as that goes, that was, I don't want to say it was traditional, but I'm not sure because, you know, you you do have a lot, especially when you talk to your grandparents. Oh, well, your daddy or your pop pop was, 
out, grandpa was out working and, you know, I was the homemaker, you know, and being the homemaker, it was going to work then as well. Even if it wasn't working, like leaving, it might've been staying at home. I don't know. I feel like maybe back in like back, back, we might have to go a little bit further back than our grandparents as far as that. I'm going to be honest. eh, I feel like it might've changed since then too. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. The tradition of the man stays at home and the woman works is not and has never been part of the black community or experience in this country. You mean the woman stays at home and the man? Yeah, the woman, the man works (laughs) and the the woman stays home. I was like, has never been, but that has never been part of our dynamic. Like it has. And that's, I think, what complicates. It it depends on how far, how far back you date. No, 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 because hold on. The, The fact of the matter is, both men and women slaves picked cotton the question became men pick this much because you're a man and women pick this much because you're a woman and I don't remember what it was but it was like men pick 75 pounds a day women put 50 pounds a day but you were still working Working. and as you say if we go back to our parents our definitely our grandparents and even before both had to work and part of that was also because as we still see to this to this day maybe not to the greater extent is income Uh because we weren't black people were not paid well for what they did period they went from being paid absolutely nothing to next to nothing with the sharecroppers to i mean you kind of could get a chicken with your corn you like so we don't come from a community where there was that 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 tradition that Mm -hmm. people talk about and i say this because i love like i'm watching rain right and she was even it's about mary clinton scott so she was a queen but there's still that you have to have a man i'm not saying that there was still in those days of that elizabethan time the view of traditional honestly comes from wealthy even European yes. culture because yes. if you go to poor European culture during like the serfs and the serfs <laughs> and all that they work too men and women worked too yeah, what, be, yeah I don't know where that came from it came from <laughs> the wealthy elite is what it came from because right. in most of the society you still have to this day women who are the Susie homemakers the housewives of here there everywhere but that's not your average because as as much it can't be it can't be right. it can't be i mean if you think about it like you just said the slaves men and women work once they were free okay their percentage that they were getting was not the percentage everybody else was getting so still right. men and women right. work the men that decide to serve in the military still wasn't enough to survive so the woman right. still worked whether she worked on right. base or whether she traded throughout the community because she had a garden right. and stuff like that to make ends meet right. there was oh, never baby. a time where you know i'm not going to say certain households some people might have been able to do it but for the most part that wasn't you know, the average that wasn't that but wasn't it's what right. we're told you know men well, are supposed to be there. i think i think a lot of it also even predates that you know you had before we were taken from our lands men we were we were hunters we were we were gatherers we were providers mm-hmm. so you know a lot of women stayed back in the village to raise the kids while we did those things that were necessary for the village to eat so ultimately i think that's where the scheme but over the years just like a lot of other things you know there become changes there become ripples mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying in everything 
and like you said, like when slavery hit and then post-slavery, it's one of those, oh, well, you know, us as black people, you know, white folks didn't want us to make what they made. Right. You know, they wanted us to, right. to be down so that right. they need, so that we need them. But at the right. same time, you know, they took it even further when we started to get jobs mm-hmm. and show that we can provide, here they came with something else. All of a sudden, welfare hit. Hey, I'm going to give you this money if I work. You, you know, work. if you yeah. if you kick that man out of the household and you and the kids stay there. Yep. And I think that's when that whole concept of traditional versus modern really started. You know, because a lot of us, and then even even when, as we got more jobs, they started a whole nother trend. Hey, man, let's throw these drugs in this neighborhood because we can't get them on this. Let's find something else to get them out of the house. That's why you got all these mass incarcerations. Which is so why it I was said, one way, yeah. It was one whatever they could do to take the black man out of the household and have these women depend on us. Their mindsets changed, yep. and then it became generational because if if you were <laughs> if you were raised by a single woman, not all, but some women did teach their men and, and their sons and their daughters to be independent. You don't need another person to do X, Y, Z. So when you grow up with that mindset then again, you go into a relationship, oh, I don't need you for anything. But in reality, we were we were designed to need each other. Right. Right. Um, right. But yeah, and, and let's let's speak traditional. Um, something, let, let, let's talk chores. How about that? Let's, let's talk household chores. Um, this is something that when we start talking gender roles, that really starts to kind of tug and pull on some people because I'm semi-traditional a little bit. I don't, where my mother, well, my parents, I'm, I was raised blended, where my mother would take out the trash. My mother would um, do things, uh, uh, you know, oh, well, that's pretty much the only thing she did that a guy would do. <laughs> my dad was there. Like, and my dad's that old fashioned, uh, you know, guy, like the, the, the guy, the strong man in the house. Like, so it was, if anything needed to be fixed. However, I got my, what my sister likes to call Bob the Builder syndrome from my mother because my mother was not one to wait on my father. If something needed to be fixed, she would try to figure it out. Then my dad would go, I told you to wait. I got this. So <laughs> stay in your lane. And it was like, well, what you mean? So it was that whole back and forth. But but I saw both the independent and the also you had like the um the codependent. The codependent. Right. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Jump in. Woo. I saw both the independent and the codependent when I was growing up, but raising my children. Boys, no, you take out the trash. Down to my six-year-old, he may not take the trash outside to the trash can, but he dumps the trash from the bathroom and, you know, the rooms to the big trash can, and the, and the older ones handle the rest. Um, where I'm non-traditional is everybody pitches in for the kitchen as far as my children, not just the females, not the only one who's washing the dishes. Where when I was growing up, I ain't never seen my daddy wash a dish unless he cooked. And he only cooked when he was feeling like he was Chef Moriarty exclusive. Um, Bobby, what's his name? Bobby Flay. 
about daddy issues because I got a bunch of them so okay. that's that's part of that's part of one but the other side of that yeah I mean yeah but I will say but the other part of that is for me that my father was a firefighter and what that means and why I say that that is important is because it he didn't he didn't have a regular schedule he didn't have a nine to five he was here on the weekends he had two days on two days he worked two nights two days, two days, two nights, then four days off, right? So that meant during my school age that there were going to be two days I did not see him, really. Mm-hmm. Because by the time I go, I get home from school, if he was working nights, he was gone. Right. And then he would be in the house in the morning, but I, I'm at school. So we right. didn't see each other. And so there were those days, it's me and my mom. And my mom was always there. And I will always also say that it's also a matter of personality and what you're willing to invest in raising your children. I had both my parents in the house. I grew up, both my parents were married. They were married for years, years, like a good five to six before I even came along. Like, (laughs) but for me, it's a matter of my mother was there. Like my dad was there physically, but he wasn't really all involved like that and I think that's from that old because he grew up with his parents were very traditional southern whatever and I say that my grandmother worked she was a seamstress my grandfather was more and he was actually more lax like my grandmother was the disciplinarian she was the raiser children my grandfather was more of the like went to work came home chill like me and my grandfather were great because he was just low-key all the time all the time that was Papa right there he was low-key 
But I say that because my father was more of that hands off. My mom was like, we doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing it. So like, I, but I had an, I had a Bob the Builder compared with also like Dora the Destroyer because I would take things apart to put them back together. That was me. I'm gonna take it apart and I'll put it back. My dad helped me learn to put it back. But why I say that is because, so for gender roles for me, my mother taught me how to do a lot of things. I did not cook. I do not cook. To this day, I will do breakfast and I will bake. Everything in between, no. And my mother did cook. She was the cooker. I was just like, yo, the kitchen don't, doesn't interest me. I will clean all day, but the kitchen does not interest Look, me. Let me so, tell you, I'm with you. I'm with you because that's where we are, kindred sister spirits. I don't cook. I, do, I don't. And, and I think it's funny because that's another thing with the gender roles, as you were saying. Like, if you remember back in the day, you know, your grandma was like, yeah, y'all young girls can't cook. Y'all don't know how to keep a man and such and such. And I was like, you right. If cooking is the way to keep a man, I'm about to be independently single that's, for the rest of my I, life. And I believe that's one of y'all <laughs> protests that you've seen growing up was like, I'm not about to be doing that all the time. But mine and, wasn't and, even and, a protest. It, it was it carried, it carried into adulthood. Mine where, wasn't where it's it's fine at at sometimes, but other times it's one of them things where you know you gotta put on your big girl pants and you gotta do what's necessary for you know, survival your household purpose. or survival purpose. I mean, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what your role is. Right. And I think that that's what it comes down to is what your role is. And I will say, again, for me, growing up, I am very much of an independent person, but a lot of that was foisted on me. And quite frankly, to be honest and looking at the dudes that I was, that were in my, in my city, in my circle, in my area growing up, that they were not the men of my father's era, even though my father was a little off. Mm -hmm. They were not the men of my father's era. They were not the men of my grandfather's era. They were not the men, they were not the boys turning into men that valued family. Right. They valued shit got a big booty and big boobs. She does that. They valued quick ass, say flat. Right. So I was not going to be that person that was valued anyway. So I basically looked around and it wasn't, it wasn't about, to, on my end, for me personally, it was not about like rebellion. It was one, I've been bullied and everybody told me I was ugly. Two, all these dudes told me I ain't shit. Three, I'm looking around like, well, even if I were, y'all don't really value women like me anyway. Y'all tell me that I'm too white, too smart, too this, that, and third. Everything told me I'm gonna end up by myself. And so I prepped for that. Like that's what it became <laughs> down to. And to me, if you're, it was looking at these are the males that are my 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 peers and so i'm gonna end up solo so mm -hmm. let me prepare myself so that so, i'm not dependent can can i interject yeah. if your mindset was you were going to end up solo then why don't you cook because if you were going to end up solo you still have to eat right no 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 but let, but i'm gonna talk let's talk about that so it's not that i can't it's i do not I can't cook what I need to cook for me. I enjoy cooking for me if I have to, but I really 100% and honestly also the person to be like, can I order this though? <laughs> can I do, can I, can I get an Applebee's two meal and make it work? Look. Okay, what's in my refrigerator? Plus Look. my mom and Marshall's been in my house. <laughs> when, when I graduated high school, we had a, I have always lived, no lie, I've always lived within two miles of a supermarket. Yeah, so yeah. my mother Nothing. did not keep food 
food in the house. Look. She was like, what you want, chicken? Hey. I'm going to get that now. I, I want to get chicken and cook that. I your house, and yeah, I looked in your fridge. Sorry, y'all might not have known that, but I looked in your fridge. I got a bad habit. I just look in your fridge. It's, I don't know why. Uh, we, Something we, I've done since food. I was a kid. I've been snacking on it. food in my fridge. Right, right, right. So look. It wasn't always in mine. Look, went to my mom's house. I tell you, I we were on our way out to the store. Okay, we go to the store. We come back. I open up the door and it's like five things in there because my that, mother is the type of person to get what she needs for that moment because she was like, I don't have to cook for you. When my mother cooks for me, I think that's me, how my well, mom is now. But she explained right. that she's an empty she, nester. So exactly. now, look, and her mom explained that like it's that. just it's just me here. Like, yeah, but she had, yeah, she had to transition to that right. because, you know, she was used to cooking for her children and we had friends and they would come over. So empty nester, now everybody's like out the house. It's literally just her and my dad. She had to relearn to downsize, to cook to the point where she had to train herself. Y'all going to take some, if we have something, please take some of this food because it's going to go to waste and that right. type thing. Um, but for me, look, I don't like cooking. It's I have things that I can do. And my motto for the kitchen is the quicker, the better, period. So sloppy Joe, hamburger helper, chicken helper, seafood helper. If you got That's a helper good. in it, I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's, it's for me. But that was me where my sister was so food. She about, it's only for them. And she about to cook for 20 people. That wasn't me. I'm cooking quick. Fast in the kitchen, out the kitchen. I don't like cooking to the point where I told my mother when I was in high school and I was dead serious. I said, Mom, when I graduate, I am going to culinary school. Now, mind you, in high school, I took um, food and nutrition and international cuisine, which is the class that we met in. Hmm. Crazy, right? So, so like, Ron, I'm, I'm taking it that you're the chef. Well, you know, you have to chef pass. I've never eaten this food, so. Uh. I'm just yeah, taking it to the chef homeboy. To get to uh international cuisine. So you would think, oh, we'll this shit's like really Siobhan's had a whole day. <laughs> into cooking. Ate, ate good. Steak shrimp, like yeah. Look. So what I'm, I did, what I said was, I'm going to culinary school. My mother said, Oh yeah, well, you don't like to cook. How's that gonna work? I said, Oh no, I'm not going there to take a class. I'm going there to stand in front of the class and go, look at me. Who wants to marry me? I was going to marry a chef because look, I was going to marry, because I, I knew I, I'm not ugly. So I knew somebody would be like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty enough to hook a man. I'm pretty enough to hook a man that can cook. That so, can cook. And that's what I was going. Like, that's how much me. Gender right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much me cooking not gonna be like a thing. I knew it. Y'all, like I knew cooking and me, no. All but I agree because I knew that. I knew that, that in high school. That wasn't gonna be me. I However, OCD and cleaning. I, now I, I clean the house from top to bottom, redecorated the whole nine yards. Just cook is two things as far as gender roles go. As far as a female, that I don't like. Those boxes don't get checked for me, and that's cooking. And laundry because this chick right here, you can ask him. <laughs> I will go and buy a white. I had so many white t shirts because I didn't want to wash clothes. Oh no, <laughs> I would just go out and so, remember it was just me and Malachi. I would just what'd you do with the white tees? Just bought more, they were in their clothes hamper and just bought more. 
and just I just went and bought another one. It was like three dollars. Like I got three dollars. I'll go buy a new one to the point. <laughs> now this is the thing. When my see this is where the conflict came in though, because when my OCD kick in and I got it really clean, I look at my clothes and go, oh no. So again, I want cleaning and as I'm folding, I got a stack of white <laughs> t-shirts. All right. Oh my, that, yeah, I had a whole night. So, and then it starts all over again. But those two boxes, as far as gender roles, as far as like cooking and uh, washing clothes, I don't check those two boxes. Anything else, I feel like I might be okay in. I don't but, know. I don't know if this is more of a gender role, but my thing is, if you're out working and the other person isn't working. Then yes, I'm going to expect for certain things to be done in the house. That's just facts. like facts. facts. No, no facts. Yeah, I'm facts. just saying. So, and, gender role or not, if I'm out yeah. for 20 hours a day, I can't come home and clean and cook and none of that stuff. It's now, now, and that's my thing. I don't. I'm not going to say you don't have to be the greatest of it at it, but a lot of times, I feel like if we're if we're busting our ass to provide. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want when I come home is helper, anything. I, yeah. And and, and one of the like reasons this. why I say that is because I don't like hamburger, hamburger helper. I don't okay, like so helper. That's just not, personally, you don't so like it. that's not for I, me. I so don't that, mind that's it. That's my thing. I don't want it all the time. I don't like helper. So when you do have to cook, I don't want to eat the same, like, two, three meals. Like, I, I want something different. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and my thing is, this day and age, with the technology we have, whatever you don't know how to cook, if I'm able to cook it, you do. Cool. <laughs> you do. I can tell you how to season it exactly how it's gonna be seasoned, so it tastes like like I prepared. I just didn't put forth the effort up. Right. Right. Again, and uh, as far as gender roles go, where I I I can agree. I can agree if one person is working and another person is home, it makes sense. For the person at home to cook. Yeah, just does. However, mm, uh -oh. as someone who has been in that room, and the way I feel about cooking, you're not playing. We just gonna argue. But again, that's the, that's the whole gender role thing. I, 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 that's why I say I feel like I'll at take time, out if you tell times, me to take out. Cool. Gender roles are going to change. Right. What whatever it is when you first when you first enter into your relationship, right, it's set forth, but it's things that happen in life where it changes. And right. I think when we're in a relationship, we just automatically expect for our part our partner to pick up whatever slack there was because mm -hmm. things change. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? If one of us loses a job or something, then the other one has to pick up a whole second job. We just we just naturally expect you to go this extra mile to do whatever it was in the house that I was doing with the one job because right. I can't do it because now I have two. And, you know, I think when that doesn't happen, it, you know, that friction comes in because again, it's not necessarily a gender role. It's kind of an expectation. Like right, right. If, if I have to now hold us all down individually, like I need you to hold us all down individually as far as X, Y, Z. Right, right. Because financially, it may be all on her or it may be all on me. 
So now we the have to kind of switch those roles. Well, right, let's right. speak to that too. Let's speak to what about the, uh, what do you feel, or Siobhan, what do you think about the people who, like they said, traditionally, you know, the man was the breadwinner. What about now where the role has changed to where the woman is the breadwinner? And now, especially now that we're seeing a lot more stay-at-home Dad, well, I'm asking Siobhan, like, what is her opinion? But anybody, please, uh, the guy should definitely be asking. Okay, well, guys, based upon what <laughs> okay, well, guys, look, I'm not upset. <laughs> Whoever, guys, let, let's put it to you. How, how, how are you? How do you view, or what is your opinion, or your thoughts on um, how things have changed as far as quote unquote manhood and um you know, them being the provider. I honestly do believe that a man should be a provider. Does that mean they have to be the soul or the leading as far as like they make the most as providing? No, I feel like provider is a wide spectrum. Well, it's different ways to be a provider. Right. Being a provider just isn't financial. Right. And that's what I think a lot of us believe. If I say, oh, I'm a provider, that means I pay for everything. And that's not what it is because as a as a parent or as a husband, you're providing a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So, and I can answer this because I've been in that role. I've dated a woman that's made almost twice as much as me. Mm. I still worked, but because I got off before she did, you know, I did the cleaning, I picked up the kids, I cooked the food, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, so I've been in that. I don't have a problem. Now I'll probably go crazy being a house husband because my thing is I've always worked. So day two of being in, in the house, like I'm I'm almost at like, yo, cabin fever. I I need to right. go to somebody's job. Like right, right. That, but that's just me. And that's why I, I say sometimes I don't understand how people that just don't want to work. I'm not talking about, hey, I asked you to be this stay home mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though you wanted to work. But n- I'm talking about the ones that can go work but and just no. won't do it. I, I can't understand that. Yeah, see, I get that. Um, I put it like this, man. I grew up in a household where, like, her father, the schedule was kind of all over the place. My father worked on a fish boat for years. So they would leave out Sunday night. He wasn't back in to either Friday night or Saturday in the morning. Saturday morning, depending on where they went. And if they went down to Louisiana or if they went up to Maine, it was about a month. So he was gone for two weeks to a month. So my mom worked at the school. Well, she worked for Levi Strauss. So she was a seamstress for Levi Strauss for years. And the one that was in our area shut down. So when it shut down, she took like a, I don't know, like a three or four month break. And she taught us everything we could about sewing and repairing certain things in the house that we didn't even know she was repairing. You know what I mean? Like curtains, the rugs, the carpet, stuff like that. We don't even know our clothes. We're like, you mm-hmm. see that stitch there? Yeah, you bust that open a week ago. I did. I fixed it. You did? Like, I don't even know. Um, mm-hmm. But she taught us stuff like that in that in that period. And then she went to go teach. And she taught until she retired. So she taught uh, middle school for a while, sixth, sixth grade. And then she went to like um, uh, kindergarten and preschool. And the one thing that she learned about being in sixth grade, she was like, you know, these girls aren't trying to cook anything she was like i have a class full of dudes and two girls and it was consistent like that and she did this little seamstress class with part of the home ec and it was guys 
So she realized, you know what? I'm going to teach you as much as I can of this because I realized that this generation is different. So, you know, that being said, I learned how to do things in the house, repair things in the house, do things outside of the house. So I can fix a car, I can build a porch, I can fix a meal, I can repair your clothes. And I, it's like repair that because, huh? <laughs> repair your clothes. <laughs> yeah, repair, look, I can, I can, uh, I can sew, you know, if you split your pants, I can sew it back. No, you know no, I, mean? I get it. You, it's just that you don't your jacket. That I can repair your clothes. I can repair clothes, man. I can repair clothes. I can tear them. Anyway, we're gonna go. But knowing that the roles, the roles can be switched up. I'm always gonna work. Like you know, you saying about cabin fever. Yeah, if I'm off after a week, did I even make it a week? I think I made it like three or four days of being off, and then I'm in the house doing stuff because I and can't. I wanted you to get out. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because I can't, man. Like if I was home, if I was a home, you start ignoring. Like literally, like I'm gonna start picking with you because I have nothing to do. Well, so mine wasn't even picking. Myself. It was more so like you're in the house, get out. Yeah, it was more so like you know, <laughs> this wall could use some paint. I'm gonna paint this. Oh, no, you know what? I gotta her, fix this. That gets on my nerves because I don't like coming in my house and then everything looks different. Oh my god! Like it's one of them. You need to go find something to do. I don't mind it as long as it's done right. Now, if it looks different and it's messed up, nah, we got nah, a problem. You should have left. Her transformation a lot of times takes days. So now my table's covered, my couch is covered, and I'm sitting here like, well, when are you going to move this? I mean, I'm getting around to it. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. First of all, okay, Meanwhile, I'm in club. I'm in the house, which right now I am because of COVID, um, and, and they have not like fully gotten the truck rolling on that. Uh, we're at my location. So I'm in the house, and when you're in the house, you, well, as a female, I guess, I'm guessing, maybe a guy too, because like Marshall said, he he sees it, he's like, okay, well, I can do this now. Okay, well, I can do that now. That's me. Okay, this is spring. We are now in the summer. This doesn't feel right. Let's switch up this. And that's why, like, literally the other day, I was like, I think I want to change my bathroom to Pearl. I know when my husband read that post, he was like, oh, <laughs> but I literally have a whole vision in my head of how I want it to be. But I feel like a lot of this started to happen because I am in the house. Right. When I was going to work, it would happen, but it wouldn't happen as often. But I will say being home has allowed me to grow in other places, such as this podcast, you know, um, and and those type things I'm I'm happy about. Um, but it, it, it is what it is. I don't know all the time. I don't. <laughs> um, let me say this though, <laughs> to get back to the whole point of gender roles and not Michelle's OCD for decoration. Here's my thing is couple things one and i'm not saying it had to be this but if i'm learning it at the house i don't necessarily want to learn it at school so i don't know the girls in your mom's class or what now but these sixth grade girls are cooking all day when they get home with their parents or with their mother then I, I wouldn't want to cook i'm not cooking when i go to school if i'm doing it all day that makes sense. yeah this wasn't the case with these okay well i'm just putting <laughs> that out there my other thing is i feel like this People should be able to do whatever it is that needs to get that you need to do to get you through life. So the same way Rob was like, so you expect to be by yourself and not cook? Yes, because that was a lifestyle I was good with. And it's not that I can't, 
I'm, I make a mean quesadilla, but I, I have my thing that I can do and that I do well. And that's what it is. Like I, I can do breakfast. Look, she has her selection. I have my selection that will get me through of the yep. things that I like, the things that I want to cook. And to be honest, to be honest, I have a selection that I cook because there's no point in cook, cooking certain things where there's a chance that the only person that's going to eat it is me. Like, I'll put it like this. I have, I can do meatloaf. Nobody in this house is going to eat meatloaf. It's just not going to happen. So no, well, I'm the only one that's going to. I'm the that's, only one that's gonna eat it. That's that's a little that's bit more. That's that's huh? a little bit more traditional. Everybody's gonna eat that. See, mine's is more exotic dishes. Like I can't sit and do a ziti because half the house is gonna eat it. The other right. half, isn't. other half isn't. I eat her and my son because they're basic when it comes to food choices. Right. So. Where, where I've grown up and I, I've always loved cooking because my thing was, as I got older, it was dishes being prepared that right. I, didn't, I didn't necessarily care for. So I was like, you know what? It's another way to cook this right. and make it different. Right. So that's what I started doing. So that's where my love for cooking took over. You know, and then, you know, my godmother had me in the kitchen teaching me things at times. So it's things that I cook that I probably have cooked maybe once since we've been married, but it's because if I cook it, it's going to sit in my fridge. Yeah, you're the only one that's going to eat it, and then food can't sit but so many days. It's like the only leftovers around here that get eaten is fried chicken. If you fry uh -huh. chicken, that's uh -huh. going to be eaten before the week is out. Baked chicken's going to be eaten before the week is out. But if it's like a... Maybe ham. We don't we don't get ham often. Like we'll get like a ham during Thanksgiving, holidays. during the holidays or something, and that'll get eaten. But for the most part, leftovers after two days go in the trash. So like I like Ponce. It's a Jamaican dish. All right. But I know I'm the only one in here that's gonna eat it. She might taste it. The boys, mm-mm, they don't want anything to do with it. You can't make a small quantity of it. You have to make a like it feeds 20. You know what I mean? When you make it. But if I'm the only one that's eating it and she might just taste it, that means, and you can't, two days, that's it. After two days, it's got to go because it has rice noodles. And after you cook it, it goes bad after like two days. So what's the point? You know what I mean? My point number one is people should do whatever they, they need. it takes you to feel comfortable. If you know that you are the type of person, male, woman, whatever, that you're not going to cook, then you're salary your income needs to cover you eating out every day if that's what it's going to be i have the things that i cook that i enjoy cooking i've dabbled more in cooking for myself just because i'm like mm. i watch the food network and sometimes i'm like i want to try stuff manicotti so i will try stuff manicotti make it see if i figure it out season like but i have to be in a creative experimental mood like how michelle yes. was with like de decorating stuff i have to do it because i want to do it otherwise i'm i'm not in the kitchen i'm just i'm not doing the kitchen I'm not doing the kitchen. Yeah. My thing is first. about the chef I though, that. like I in high school, this guy had a crush on Chuck. He was Italian and he was like, Yeah, I'm going to culinary school. My I said, name oh. Chuck. You knew his name was um his name was Charles. He was Italian. He was fine. Um <laughs> and he was going to culinary school and I was all here for it because God knew my mom knew in high school. I was like, I don't want to cook nothing. So I need me a man that cooks, period. And the last two dudes I've dealt with, they cook, man. I, and look, God will give you what you ask for, is what I'm saying. He always on time. He's, 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 he's well-spoken. 
supply. He will deliver. You ask, he will supply the means of your heart. Um, but but even more to that. So for me, I feel like with gender roles in any relationship, as Rob said, it comes down to balance because what life throws at you you have to be able to carry. There are going to be, and as far as speaking, I know you asked the guys like the women making more. I will say that I'm not this woman. I am not, let me repeat. I am not this woman. No soy esa mujer. But there are women who resent being the breadwinners or resent making the money because they don't feel like the man is stepping up if that's the case. And I'm not that person. Why do you think that's the case? Is that a societal thing or is that a a life story thing? It's a societal. A lot of, that's why I say a lot of stuff with this whole modern thing has been taught to become generational. A lot of women feel like they're so independent, you don't need a man. And see, my thing is, again, we were were designed to need each other. So at no point in time are you ever going to run through talking about you don't need a man or you don't need a woman. Like, you you do need them. Now, does that mean you can't do things without them? No. But we're, we're put here to complement one another. So if you believe that you're going to go through life completely happy without ever having the other, you'd be wrong. In some way, shape, or form. Whether it be completely a ha- I say completely happy. I say completely happy. Not not somewhat happy, completely happy. No, you no. would be wrong. Right. I'm saying as far as 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 the needing a needing someone in the opposite sex in your life, but not necessarily right. in That's a romantic I mean, like, capacity. You, you're not gonna be completely happy and you have like not even a male friend. Like but I feel like you would be one, I feel like you are would be. Are we talking about a friend less. with benefits or are we talking about No, about, I just uh, meant a male uh, friend. I'm talking platonic. I'm talking platonic. Like, just a male input, just a male, you know, I mean, like you said, because we're here to balance each other out. So uh, only females, and that's the issue that I think I have with feminists, when you have a bunch of females and a bunch of females' ears, it gets so cloudy. And me being a female, I know, it gets cloudy, it it gets clustered. It can get foggy. It, it can get really strange really quick. And sometimes, or a lot of times, I feel like a male's perspective, a male's voice, a male's point of view coming in can allow you to, for lack of better words, clear the smoke, if that makes sense. But I, I think that that would, I would say that that goes for both sides because I know no, I've I'm been not called saying in. That it doesn't go for both sides. <laughs> I'm speaking. No, I get you. The I'm saying. Because just having a whole bunch of females and just if this was a woman solely woman's world, I'm sorry, and I love y'all. I'm all girl power, black girl magic, all of that. But I won't be bothered with just y'all all the time, and I'ma just be honest. But that's anybody. Because let me tell you, as a female who grew up with like one female friend, if that, and all the rest were dudes. I can say that there were times where I'm like, yo, I just want to get out the sausage fest, man. I do. So to me, any, 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 <laughs> any extent of anything, <laughs> any extreme, any extreme is you going to bad. be bad. You say we're bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like, we don't, we generally don't have that problem. A lot of times, believe it or not, a lot of times when we have conflict with each other, generally it's a female involved. Mm-hmm. 
and that's just being that's just being honest. Like if we're boys and there's no female involved, are we gonna have risks? But they're so slight, you'll never even notice them. Female or ego? Like yeah. challenge our pride real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But with y'all, y'all, y'all will turn around and y'all can argue each other's opinion on something. And oh my God, it goes so far left. Like, and that's why I tell folks. We can argue like we're going like we're gonna fight. And all we're doing afterwards is hugging. Cause we're gonna talk to each other. We're gonna talk aggressive. That's my yes. boy. We know how we, we can get as loud as we want. I can call him out his name. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna throw a punch. He's not gonna throw a punch. We're gonna go to the bar afterwards. Yes. That's just how we communicate. That's not happening with a female. I can't say that. See, but I guess this is what I will say. Okay, I, I, I can't. Well, I'm going to say this. I can't. You have to have relationships. It's a relationship. And more to the point, I can't say, I don't ever feel like in place in these conversations because I can't ever say that. Like when people like, yo, chicks would do this. I'm like, not me. Girls do this. Not me. Females would do this. I need more details on the situation before I say. Well, you got to take yourself out of it. A lot of times, don't (laughs) generalize it as to you. It's sometimes to the masses. And I know a lot of us, because I'm me included. I don't like to be put into that category. You know what I'm saying? But but even if I go off the masses, because majority of us do do certain things. But even if I go off the masses, I guess I I can't go off the masses other than the masses I know because I don't feel comfortable being like, yeah, chicks. But if all you hang around is dudes, are the masses you know chicks? But this is, hold on, but, I, but hold on, hold on, because I said that's who I grew up with, because mind you, Erica, Michelle, Monet, Doriel, like, I can name females well, now, and I have people, hold on, can I, think like dudes. but this is what I'm, but this is my point, Rob, is to just say females <laughs> excludes a lot of women, and this is what I'm saying, when you say females, if the females I know are considered more masculine in their train of thought, that may be where that may very well be the case, but then to be like, well, put yourself out of it and think of your friends. Most of my friends are like me, like male or female. Like I'm not, I'm not dealing with the petty bitch. I'm not dealing with her. I'm not dealing well, with the ratchets. I'm not saying they don't exist, but well, then to remember, me, don't. But hold on, hold friend, on, but... hold on. But then to me, don't say females. Say a specific type if you want to say your ratchet females. We talk about them, okay? Classify. If you're going to say short chicks, if you're going to say tall chicks, if you're going to say DC chicks, you're going to say New York chicks, give me, but just to say females, I got to be like, well, I know I know too many, either professionally, either personally, I, whatever, that go against what's being said that I can't co-sign that. I'm not going, I'm not going to blindly co-sign. I'm not. And I'm going to tell you like this, because y'all outnumber us, there's no way you know enough to validate that answer right there. But it's not, it's no way for me. I, I don't know enough to say yes or it's no. I got to say I can't sign because I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough information. Like guys, there are guys that don't think the way me and Marshall may think. And I, I can't sit there and be like, oh, nah, they don't exist because they do. I'm not saying but they again, don't. They're being they're being raised by a lot of these quote unquote modern women. That's why you get these guys that want to wear tight fitting clothes and and look at everything that they see on the internet and try to do it. Where we growing up, that's not what we were taught. 
We were taught to think for ourselves. You're not things. gonna do this. You can't do everything you see on TV. That's entertainment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What happened to that thing? But Grace. you you get folks again. We all watch Saturday cartoons and all this stuff. TV didn't raise us. Right. This new generation, and I get it because we have so many single parents. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to. Some of us are trying to make way for our children. So that means that creates that absence. Because don't get me wrong, before before I was married, I was quote unquote a single father. Even with the female being in the household at times, I was still a single father. That shocked a lot of people. My kids lived with me. Right. When I had my first kid, I had her 90% of the time at school. My child went to school with me. She, she was in class. She was in practice, whether it's track, football, all of that. I had her. If you saw her, you saw me. So I get all of that. Roles change. Right. But it's what you're teaching your kids. And when you teach your kids the wrong thing or the wrong way, they tend to grow up to be the wrong people. But what I will say, but what I'll say to your, to your statement about you being a single father is this. That's more my point with when people make generalizations about females and go, females do this. I can't co-sign because I don't have enough. If I'm going to go off me or the females I know, I have to say no. If you want me to take into account the masses, I don't have enough data or facts to say yes or no. I'm going to have to sit in the middle until you can hand me facts that speak to however many millions. Because if we're going to go, because hold on, please. Because if we're going to go based on that, then the world would say single fathers don't exist. That y'all, all y'all are deadbeats, period. Right. And we know that black that's fathers, not the case. Black fathers, black fathers. Because remember, the world, the world won't say that about white fathers. <laughs> but that's my point. So if we're going to say, well, black men are deadbeats and they don't take care of their kids, I'm not, somebody saying, making that statement, I'm not going to can't co-sign with them either. The same way I can't co-sign with somebody saying, oh, females, X, Y, and Z. I can't co-sign with that. Somebody saying, Black men don't take care of their kids. I can't co-sign with that because my God, t- my two oldest godchildren, I'm their godmother because their father and I are cool. And he had his daughter the first year of her life. Marshall's been a single father. You've been a single father. Two of my friends growing up were raised by their single father. We used, hey, Mr. Clark, the two of my, my brothers were raised by their single father. I knew two of my homegirls actually were raised by their single father. I can't, I'm not going to co-sign that statement as much as I've heard it over the years. I'm not going to co-sign it. And that's my same thing when people say females and it's like, well, take yourself out of it. But I can't to an extent because I'm still a female. So even if somebody's like, oh, well, black men are deadbeats, take, take the men, you know, out of it. I can't because I have to wonder how many other of the black men I know who are fathers are being ignored and I'm being told, take them out of it and just focus on these, these people. Wow. That's, that's exactly it right there. That's what happens. The, the small percentage of the, the others, as I say, like the ratchets, the small percentage of yeah, their voice is loud. Their voice, they're, they're not, not, even if their voice isn't louder, it's, it's put on the uh, forefront, which yeah, is more, which is the problem. Yeah, people would rather see that or show that or tell that story so they, they than to tell the ones. Shown, we will show out of control. Yeah, you know, the hip hop. And, and that's my point. And, and, and no, but that's that's what I'm getting. That's why I'm reading. Oh, that's trash. I don't um, even watch. I can't. Right. The, but but no, the, but it's just black shows that always 
put us in this light like we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Well, well the, black shows maybe now, not then. Like when we were coming up, they no, were different. Family matters. Show, yes, you, know what I'm you had yeah, family you settings. Know, it, not it, it, Cosby not Show, I don't care what you feel about Bill Cosby, but Cosby Show showed you real black fathers. Showed you successful black, too. It, exactly. But yeah. it also showed you the other side where you had, remember, remember Elvin came in and, and seeing, you know, Mrs. Hustle was doing some stuff. was like, oh, so you do that? For her, I, thought, I remember that. I remember that episode. She shut him down. Sides of the coin, it allowed you to have that discussion. Right. But that's but my that's my my point is when people say females and make generalizations, if you were to categorize that, like if you gonna tell me, so again to be like females can't be around each other without getting loud and all these problems and all this that and third, not true. But if you want to tell me ratchet chicks can't get together without all these problems, yes. But that's my issue. I have a, I take problems with and have find fault in the fact that so much is focused on the minority's negativity because that's not the majority, period. The majority of Black people are not ratchet. The majority of Black men are not deadbeat fathers who, who their kids don't know. The majority of Black people do know who their fathers are. The majority of I mean, and that's just in any situation, the majority in my experience, the majority of white people are not racist. Have I met racist? Yes, but that's not the majority. Have, like that, but that's my issue. Hello, Roman. Okay. But that's my, but that's my issue is like, we focus so much on the negative. And so when it comes to gender roles, I think that we gotta stop letting outside voices tell us what's good for our, who we are in our relationship tell our story yes. and if i if i don't cook and he cooks that's us don't right. come to me right. and don't that, tell him that works. No, don't tell that him works your girl don't cook but, for you she need to do this don't come tell no, me oh you don't cook the, oh, the way time, to a man's my, heart my is. thing with that isn't that y'all if you got balance you got balance my thing with that is if that's not what you do don't turn around and be like it's oh shy. i can't find a good man you don't have the qualities that a lot of men want in a woman. If you don't do X, Y, Z, and you got men wanting this, that's why they may pay. Now nah, you you're nice, and you know what I'm saying you can do this, but I can't see me dating you. And you have to be okay with that because again, these are these are traits and qualities that other men look for in a woman, or other women look for in a man. Right. And you have to be okay with that. Like I'll say this. When it comes to gender roles, a compromise has to be met. You have to compromise on some things. There's going to be things that neither role wants to do. You just don't want to do it. Facts. Period. Facts. But there are going to be times that either this is going to be what you're contributing to this situation, or this is going to be the, I'm sick, you're going to have to take care of it. You know what I mean? You kind of got to learn how to do everything. Like you being a single father having your daughter. I know the hurdles you went through. I had my youngest daughter for six years. So I know. And I was told to my face how bad of a father I was while she's with me. While, while she's here. Like I got told there. that I was a piece of whatever and you took that little girl from her mama and this and that. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like last time I checked, this is my child. And I will say that though. 
that's the problem that I have as well with society as a whole is make up your mind. Right. You can't tell a father you need to be involved. And then when he is super involved and has a daughter, tell, you took her from her mom. You can't do both. You can't say men need to be. You can't play both sides of that fence. You I'll, cannot. I'll tell you the two times that it really hit home. Uh, being out traveling and I have to take her to the bathroom at three years old. Yep. Because you can't really let her go in the bathroom by herself. And taking her in the men's bathroom is another whole ordeal. I used to mark spots just to know where there was family bathrooms where I could just go in and it's just us. You know what I mean? Because I taught her how to you use the bathroom. When you finish, you know how to wipe yourself. Now stand over there in the corner hey. look that way because daddy got to go to the bathroom. I, you know I, what was the, I was the daddy holding you over the toilet because I'm you're not sitting on this bubble bro. Oh, yeah. Well, look. You know, look. And then if I have to go because we're in the men's bathroom, literally, I will put her in the corner. Yep. So like, stay there. Don't turn around. Stay right there so I can do what I got to do. I had right. one guy tell me that I was the worst father in the world because she was standing in the corner where you pull the paper towels at, but this dispenser didn't have any. So I'm like, nobody has to go there. I got to pee. I got to pee bad. I don't have no choice. I can't leave her out there. She got to stay in there. She knew not to look. And I had this one nasty dude coming in and I beat the shit out of him because he want to come in and just, you know, I'm like, hey man, you see the child, you brought her in here. You know what I mean? Like, like, and just want to be nasty because they see I went through that. You know what I mean? But I still had to be father. And I tried to teach her some mother stuff. You know, I tried to teach her how to be a girl. I know shit about being a girl. You know what I mean? Like I had to tell her like, hey, certain things you ain't supposed, you're not supposed you to be. You can't sit with your legs open in the dress. And, and right, man, it's like certain things. Like she was I'm trying to figure out. She... That, like I said, I did my daughter's hair. Like a lot of her stuff, I tried to buy her dresses and things like that because I wanted her to be that girl. I knew that wasn't in me. And to be honest with you, with my first kid, it really wasn't in her mom. Dude, we went she was like a tomboy. We it went really like three, four times to do manic <laughs> manis and petties. I didn't really care for that, but I didn't really have nobody I've done else to take it. I've done it. I've done it. So this man has sat down, and I'm pretty sure you guys, if you follow us on Facebook or follow him on Facebook, you've seen it. He sat down, and the girls have literally done his makeup because they wanted to play in makeup. Daddy, can I do your face? And it's it's not they they don't know, you know, that's a guy. It's this is my dad. Like it's home for them. It's that type thing. At that point, they're not thinking. This is a man. You're supposed. You're not supposed to put makeup on this man. That right. this is my dad. This is who I know. This is who nourishes me. This is who cares about me. You know. So, and I definitely commend first of all both of you for being the outstanding fathers um, that you are because I feel like there are so many more of you all that needs to be put on a pedestal yep. that needs to be praised that needs to be recognized acknowledged um so that people just period and and it doesn't have to be on the mass level however i do feel that it needs to be but even if it's not even if it's in your private homes i feel like if most of us the masses to say did it and um in a private space it would naturally become public because it's already private. So it's natural. It's what you're doing. So, but as far as gender roles, the same thing that you guys go through with your girls is the same thing that us women go through with our boys. So 
with that being said, I think people need to look at it because women, it's nothing for a little boy to walk in a girl's bathroom. Oh, okay, I know. Your mama probably, it's, it's automatically assumed. You with your mama. You mm-hmm. would, you know. And I feel like the way it's assumed with a female, it needs to be assumed with a male and not associated with perversion. Right, I think right. part of it is the way our bathrooms are set up versus y'all. Mm-hmm. When y'all walk I'll in, you, you got all stalls. That's privacy. Mm-hmm. When we walk in, you you got about three, four stalls, maybe. And then you got six urinals. Yep. And yep. they may have dividers. Yeah, most of them, most of the time, they don't have, have dividers. You yeah. get them old jumps that got the troughs. Right. So it's just boom. No, well, and, and I will say, I know I had a guy one time. Um, I had a guy who walked up to me and was like, when I was going to the women's back, can you take my daughter in with you, please? Please, please, you please yeah. take her in. And yeah. you know, and I, I and I remember I was in like maybe college age when it happened. Right. And I was just kind of like, I mean, yeah, sure. you know me. I'm okay, okay, yeah. I'll take her to the bathroom, sure. So I walked in there and that was it. And then I walked back out and he he, you would think I was Jesus and gave him it was such water. a relief. He, listen, he it was, was such a oh relief. Oh my God, thank because you. Thank you so much. And I was like, I mean, you're welcome, Mr. Baffer. Right. It's because you don't realize, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't realize how nasty we were until I had a daughter and had to bring him in the bathroom. And then I realized, you know, half the time we pull that thing out before we get to the urinal. We, hey, what's up, man? You got to in your hand. It's you, already you, in our hand. We walk right, in, right. We you get, ain't thinking about it. When we get close enough, Boom, we can hit it from here. I, I never thought twice about a trough. I got pee. So I got trough. Go up to the trough. All right, and you're done. But now I got a daughter. Now you see everything in slow motion. In a different light. In a different light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You try to cover it. Yeah. Because you don't you don't pay attention to it then. And it's like, you know, again, general. It's, it's natural, but it's okay hey, for mom again, to say. It's one of them things the, the locker rooms are. Again, right. like. When we we got a shower with each other, we're not thinking about that. First of all, yeah. half of us, when we taking a shower, I'm not looking at your piece. You're not looking at my piece. Right. We, we wash our hands. We not. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, so we're not thinking about that. Right. But women do. It's not that we think about it. It's natural Y'all for us to go. Everything. Oh, girl, your boobs. Yeah. See, <laughs> but that's why it's okay for y'all to turn around, be smacking each other's butts, we'll do that. smacking each other's breasts. We'll do that. Like, even if we got a fight, gay. We gonna get dressed before we fight. Yeah, you know, about, you hold know, on. Exactly, exactly. We not about to have no fight in the locker room with no clothes on, bro. I put you in the headlock. And, right. No, that's not happening. Nope. Put your put your clothes on. No. Nope. Because look, even if I'm not fighting like that, dude's gonna break it all up. Like, hold on. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I, I feel like, as far as gender roles, I feel like there are a lot of. Um, stereotypes that need to be debunked Mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot of acceptance um as far as men and 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 shift and women and shifting their mindsets and views on things i think it's um as far as gender roles go it's a lot of pervertedness that's associated with one sex versus the other that needs to be eliminated um it's a lot of growth it's it's just a whole lot of growth but I don't, I, 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 and I would love, I love to see the growth. I do believe that it is happening slowly. What I'm wishing and I'm hoping and I'm praying for is that the, that extreme right. doesn't. 
while and that's the thing while you grow you don't want the extreme you know you want to have control as far as some limits like and pe- i think people look at limits as a bad thing and it's actually a good thing to have it's it's a good thing to have a limit it doesn't have to be very low but you know to have a, a reasonable limit i feel like and i feel like when it comes to gender roles that's what needs to be established mm-hmm. a reasonable a reasonable limit needs to be established and 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 some real conversations you know and Siobhan you always say it, that we need to have more of these uh conversations between men and women and we mean serious conversations where there's a, a dialogue and it's not yelling or a fight or it, it's a true um understanding from one side to the other where where you can relate hey i can relate to that and 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 accepting that yes men can relate to us with them being men straight men they don't have to be gay to relate to us or soft let's not say gay let's say soft i think that's something as far as gender roles that that um is what (laughs) yeah like all these terms let's stop it's okay for a man to be soft a lot of us were, were raised by women. Like me, myself, my my dad was kind of in and out. So it was it was my godmother and my mom. So that's where I learned a lot of stuff. But my uncles were around. My granddad was around. So I still had a guy there. But, you know, most of us, like, again, yeah, you said your dad was gone most of the week. So 90% of your childhood was your mom. Same thing with you, Siobhan. You know, a lot of your childhood was just your mom because she was the main one in the house. You would see your dad, but your interaction was through your mom. And, you know, it. I think that's how a lot of us are. And sometimes it definitely breeds regret. And, you know, we get to the point where, you know, we we kind of shun away from whatever it was that, that other parent was man or woman, whatever it was that other parent was. And I think this it's kind of shaped me as a father because things that I saw growing up, I always said I wouldn't do when it comes to my kids. So in my case, it shaped me for the better. I didn't want to be the trend. I wanted to be the exception. But I think that's a lot of men. A lot of men, especially now, um, have grown to want to be the exception. It's just not publicized. And that's what it is. A lot of stuff's not publicized. And for me, I will say, my dad was there. I mean, he was, it was two nights, two days I didn't really see him. One day when we have to talk daddy issues, I'll get deep into it. Because my relationship with my father is extremely complicated. Because the, the biggest, what happened and I'm really not getting deep into this, but because it speaks to gender roles, what happened was puberty. And as most black females, I started mine early. So I started going through puberty at like eight. My father and I were extremely close up until that point. We, I mean, closer to me and my mother, like my mom would drop me off and bye. My dad would drop me off and I would throw a whole temper tantrum because I didn't want him to leave. You were a daddy's girl. I was a whole daddy's girl up until puberty. 
And then uh, a lot of y'all do that. But hold on. There. But then a lot, right? There. But that doesn't that. fall on me as a but that doesn't fall on me as a child. What happened was, and this is to a lot of men, a lot of men don't like to see themselves reflected in their daughters. Mm. Don't have an issue if they mm. see themselves in their son. Don't want to see themselves reflected well, in their daughters. I, I, and I'm gonna leave that say, right there. What what I will say to that is a yes and a no, as a lot of men don't. But a lot of men don't want to see themselves, especially the bad side of them in either yeah, of their let's children. Say that. Let's say that. In let's either of their children. Like and that I may always, be true. So one thing I always tell my kids, my especially my sons, is I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be better than me. Mm-hmm. Because I know the things that I've done in my life. I know my trials and tribulations. I don't ever want my sons doing some of the things that I've done. I want them to be mature enough to shun away from that. And that makes so. These are the talks that I have with them. Right. With my daughters, when people ask, "Do you want? Do you want your daughters to date a guy like you? A guy like me? When? Like a guy like me? Past? No. Now." Because it's different. Yeah. We all have stages in our lives. So again, it's one of them things. Do do I want the early me? Because the early me, he's probably going to end up in the grave. But that's the difference. And see that, but that's the difference of the conversation. Because the conversation with with men and their sons is don't be like me, be better than me, blah, 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 blah. When it comes to their daughters, people like you just said, you flipped it. It didn't have anything to do with her attributes. It had it came to, do you want her to end up with a man like you? I'm not talking about her ending up with a man like you. I'm talking about her being like you. And that's the conversation that men do not want to have with their daughters. You're willing to sit with your son and say, look, I was a loud person. I had a bad temper. I was this, I was this, don't be this. Don't be this, don't be this, don't be this. But once, especially when, especially I think the problem was that I had, or I was starting to go through puberty. And so around that age, a lot of people, men and women, will hand that child the bulk of responsibility of raising that child onto the parent of the same gender as that of child. The same sex. Yes. Even if personality-wise, that's not you. Like my mom, who I was 8 to 12, 8 to, thir- eight to 13, who I was for five years was not my mother it was not but my father got basically and he didn't say it outright but essentially it was like please deal with your daughter but i was not acting like my mother and my mother would kind of be like no you deal with your daughter because she's acting like you but he did not want to hear that and so now i am who i am but that's but that's what i'm saying is like it that when i talk gender roles as well that's my other thing is to be cognizant when you are raising children at the end of the day this child's personality may be, it may be a son who's like his mother. It may be a son who's like his, his father. It may be a daughter who's like her mother. It may be a daughter who's like her father. But if you, my issue came because, and it, it honestly, it destroyed our relationship. What could have made our relationship better is if my father had been like, look, I was you. Mm-hmm. Don't be me. That conversation that you said, Rob, you had with your sons, had my father had that conversation with me, we would probably be in a whole different place. Now, okay. now here's the thing. With my oldest daughter, I did have that conversation. Yeah, and that's the thing. I did have that conversation. And see, one thing about me is I always tell people, I don't lie to my kids. Anything I tell my kids, 
it's it's gonna be the cold heart of truth. Whether you like it or not, I didn't lie to my daughter. I told my daughter about things that I, I did when me and her mom were together, when me and her mom weren't together. Okay. I told her things to look for. <laughs> but it's one of them things, my daughter is out of town. My daughter's not in town. So you're going to tend to curve towards that parent that's there. So if you do that, a lot of times you're able to be manipulated and folks try to act like that's not possible. And that's what it is. When you got both of them, they're still there. Because I can, I can pretty much guarantee you if she was still in this state, her mindset would be different. Her being able to be away now I concur to that 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 parent that's gonna to try to divide us anyway. But you. that's the but that's the thing for me that I was saying, and I, I'll just I'll let y'all have the floor. Is one, my father was a different generation than you. <coughs> Two, I do want to maintain acknowledgement that my my parents were married. My, we were all in the same house. So he didn't, he to me will never have that excuse because of that. Right. Like we again could have been because my mom and this is what it is my mother one day the reason that i became who i am and didn't go the way that i could have like some other people and stayed like all the negative traits of my father is because at 13 my mother hit me my 14 my mother hit me with an, a horrible truth because by this point me and my father were beefing anyway we were still they were still married we still in the house she said to me you act just like your father and that mirror was the biggest, the best thing my mother could have ever said to me. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be him. And, but that's my nature. Like my nature is to kick on, like, but I don't want to be him though. Cause him being that temper is why he and I don't rock now. I don't want to be him. So the only other option, cause again, I think, and people, I think ignore that the biggest influences in your child before the media are, are the parents. So all I had was my natural tendency is to be like this man. The only other example of how to be I had was my mother, who was completely not who I was, but it, but her telling me that made me really go, well, I don't want to be him. So I'm going to just be you because I, that's what I got. It's be him or be you. Well, I don't want to be him, so I'm going to try to be you. And you I would go be, You didn't want to be like this person that you couldn't stand it. Right. And so I went to the other side and I was like, well, I'm going to just be like my mom. And it took, that was some, that was some nurture from on my own part to be like, literally in my head, what would Denise do? Like, I know what Derek would do because that's obvious. That's, that's what I want to do. What I want to do is punch your head off. But who, I don't, I can't do that. What would she do? She would cuss, she would lash you with her tongue. Well, I don't know how to cuss people. Let me see if I can cuss somebody out. You vagabond degenerates individual. Oh, this, I can do this? Oh, I do have this in me. Well, let me figure out. And that was another reason why I started spending more and more time on my mother because I was like, teach me how to, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. <laughs> teach you, me your um, <laughs> I had the same conversations with my daughters about, you know, looking out for the dudes that were like me. And I never forget my older sister, me and my older sister have a really good close relationship. So she hit me up and she was like, she was like, yeah, Kara came through, said y'all had conversations about this. Y'all talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah, did you tell her about yourself? Oh yeah, I definitely told her about me because I'm like, I don't want her to be like a dude that was like that. And that's why I mm -hmm. tell her all this stuff. And she was like, you know, dad, how you know that? Because I, I did that. I, I did. Like I never <laughs> lied to him. And and it was like, and it worked? Yeah, 90% of the time, yes. That's messed up. It is. And that's why I'm telling you about it. 
So then she was like, yeah, but did you tell her so she wouldn't be like that? And I'm like, well, why would she be like that? And she was like, well, she's your daughter. Right, that is your child. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a you, possibility. Because the thing is, you think about having this conversation with your son, like, look, dude, you can't be out here doing this. I don't care how the temptation is. I don't care how you feel like you were G and you were God and you got this and stuff. You can't do this. But I never thought about the females doing that. I hate to say it like that, but I never thought about my girls doing that. And I was like, Nah, I didn't really have that conversation like that. Mm-hmm. I might need to sit down and talk. To nah, her. I, I, I think also- about it. I think about it. I'm not going to lie. I think about it. And to be honest with you, I don't want any of my children being what no, I was. No, no. Any no. of them. From, from the girls to the boys, I don't want any of them being what I was. I mean, but at the end I'm of the also, day. I'm also trying to set a better example for them, too, because... Right. They have a lot of things in their lives that I didn't have. That's true. I didn't have a double parent household. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a dad that was present. Like I can count on one hand, you know, I didn't play football since I was 12. I can count on one hand how many games my, my father made. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. When I when I got to being a young adult, my mom wasn't able to be at anything. Because right. she had to work to still take care of my younger two brothers. Right. But I also worked to take care of my younger two brothers. And a lot of people don't understand that. So it's it's one of them things that, and I guess, I guess as a guy, because women do, women, some women do the same thing, you know, when you're that oldest sibling, right. you take on a whole different responsibility than other folks. Right. Javon, you're a single child. You 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 may not ever know anything about it, but as the oldest, you become that focal point. You become a parent long before you have kids. My house was different than that, and only because I was the only boy. So I had two girls in the house, and I was the only boy. So it was certain things that I was just expected to do at like five, and I'm like, I'm five. You know what I mean? That's one thing that I'm big on, and I know we're not talking about raising children, but when you talk gender roles, children kind of they 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 oh, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, one thing, and we have even gotten in, uh disagreed upon. I was like, well, no, we actually agreed upon it. Actually, let me stop. I don't want my oldest child feeling like they have to parent their siblings. I want them to be able to enjoy one another, but also understand that there is a level of responsibility. That doesn't mean your level of responsibility is my level of responsibility, but there is a level of responsibility. However, I'm not going to put certain things on you to now where I feel or you feel like you're parenting your sisters and brothers. And I do believe that as far as we're talking gender roles and generations that as an older, as an older sibling, as an older child, um, I'm technically not the oldest, but I'm the oldest. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was the oldest in the house. So with that being said, because of my mom worked nine to five, my dad has his own business. He's an entrepreneur, always has been. He has his own business. He he can be anywhere at any given time. So it did come to me to be a, a parent. Or to to get parenting skills at a younger age, um, more so than I believe that I should have been. However, 
I respect it and I understand why now as an adult. However, again, I say levels because if you listen to our uh, motherhood episode that just aired um, a few weeks ago, you you heard I didn't know how to change a pamper until my son got here. So look, clearly there were levels to the parenting <laughs> um, that my parents, you know, uh, uh, put on me. But there was still a level of responsibility. So um, speaking to gender roles, I feel like that those, those, it has to be some, it has to be conversations, it has to be dialogue, it has to be a change, it has to be growth. That, that's, that's a big growing area, as I stated, for all of us. And uh, cheers to that, how about that? <laughs> so. Now that now we are here, and the glasses are empty and have been emptied and re-emptied plenty of times, wine drinkers, <laughs> empty bottles and things. Um, I'm gonna start with y'all. So Rob and Michelle, how do y'all feel about, about the, what y'all had? Remind us- Menage a trois. Yes, how was your menage a trois, Rob? <laughs> Soft red blend. Now, what I will say is, it started off like dry, not real dry with a little sweet tart to it, mm -hmm. but as you sip it a little bit more and it hits your full palate, it's for me, because I'm not a wine drinker, it's actually good. Like to me, I don't need to, I wouldn't have something heavy with it. Like maybe like some lamb would be good. Like this would do well with like lamb, broccoli, some brown rice, boom, in there. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's definitely something that's doable. Like I can, I can see myself coming home from work, having a glass just to wind up. Okay, and so you're rating one through five glasses. I'll, I'll give it a four. Okay, okay. okay. Um, I completely agree. Um, this is, I feel like it was better chilled, with not, not cold, but better chilled. Um, when we first brought it out of the refrigerator, I, when I tasted it and I was like, eh, but as it became more room temperature, the taste to me uh, woke up. And I guess that's part of the red wine. What is it called? Um, the tannins. Yeah. And all of that stuff and aroma and the swirl and, you know, the whole fancy schmancy thing with wines. But I can definitely taste the difference um, between it being chilled and more room temperature yeah. and i will yeah. say with it being more room temperature um it the flavor definitely better it, 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 yeah, it, it definitely it's it's a better. nice flavor it's very it's smooth it doesn't have like a it doesn't have that how some wines do it's not really dry um a nice lamb would, would definitely do good or even i would say like a a very tender light steak like a filet mignon like that's cooked very tenderly or even a, um, what was it? The roast beef that we had at the district winery that literally just kind of melts it in your mouth. Like, oh, ribs, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that was. Something that like was that. Short ribs. That short, was beef. Okay. That's, that's it was something ribs. where it is very tender. It's very tender and like uh, what is it? savory melts in your mouth type. But thing. some duck would be good. Yeah. I, I, I could be duck, yeah. Um, with with the red blend, it it was it would be really good. So I would have to group my husband. This one is a four for me as well. Yeah, All right. And <laughs> so we had the Zamora. Uh, it's called a young semi sweet Cabernet Sauvignon. 
Um, y'all know me, I'm gonna read the bottle. So it just says, um, it's Something. a vibrant purple color, a soft texture, and a perceived sweetness on one's palate with fresh berry, cherry, and floral aromas. So what did you think about this? Since this was wow. your choice, Marshall. I think about three glasses in. <laughs> <laughs> now it's, it's actually nice. Um, I prefer something not as sweet. It's a little sweeter than what I thought. It says it's a semi-sweet, but it has a good flavor. Um, I can definitely see this as a glass that, you know, I just got off from work and, you know, happened to be on a podcast and yeah, happened to decide to uh, chill out a little bit and, and pour this in my glass. I can see that. I mean, it's nice. It's nice. It's not too strong. Um, again, it's a little sweeter than what I thought it was going to be. Um, if it was a little less sweet or maybe if I had something to balance it out, like a meal with it, like, um, I don't know, maybe a steak with it. Might be okay. all right. I just need okay. something to balance out the sweetness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, you know, you know, that's that what's sugar and salt combination. Oh, what's my rating? Uh, one through five. One, one through five. Do we have fat halves and points? You can do half. You can't do half. You can't do a point like Michelle. So I can't do, do like a pie through No, you can't. I can't do. No, you cannot. Okay. I um, definitely gave one of them on the other Saturday. Uh, I gave that a whole point five because that thing was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I'll say that I give it a I give it a three. I give it a solid three. A solid three, okay, okay. And Miss Sharon, so I I actually appreciated this, and I was glad to read the berry and cherry because I think the cherry is what I was tasting, and I couldn't quite because I don't like cherries. So I don't just eat the fruit cherry, but I like cher cherry flavor. Right. Um, and it is a semi-sweet because the floral, most florals to me make stuff tartar. Like it's, they're not really, they don't tend to be sweet. Like rose water, right. for example, is actually quite bitter. Um, I did enjoy it. I will give it a, uh, a solid 3.5. Um, I can't, I guess I'll echo what Marshall said. I don't really know. I just feel like this would be good with a Dubliner cheese because mm. I'm more a cheese person or a nice, like a nice salty cracker to kind of cut the sweet. Just something to cut it. You need it because yeah, not, not super salt. Like let's not OD, but like just like a Ritz or like a, a thin water cracker or like a wafer type thing. Um, you don't want anything heavy with this. Like, so to me, I wouldn't do a steak. I would say, um, unless it's going to be a small one and really extremely well tenderized because it's not, it's not, it's, you need something light with this. If you're going to do like a heavy, heavy, then it can't be heavily seasoned and you don't want to put like a sauce on it. The meat itself has to be juicy and do all of the work mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. this with the, with all the berries that's happening in here, mm -mm. <laughs> so I'll give it a solid 3.5. All right, well, beautiful people, thank you for winding with us on this In Color episode, our first episode in our Winding with the Guys series. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, would you like to tell everybody where they can find you? Uh, give us your handle, things like that, some of the things you want to say. Go ahead, bro. Marshall, you want to go right, first? Go ahead, man. Go ahead, get that service up. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. I do personal training, so you always find me at on IG at uh, mindrightfitness.com. Like, I'm there. 
hit me up. Any questions, you you can always communicate. I don't have a problem writing back. Right, and you, DJ? Um, yeah, <laughs> I DJ. Um, <laughs> I also create music. I actually did the theme songs for this podcast. Indeed. Um, and for a few others, if you search throughout YouTube, you will find me. Um, I'm on IG at Casimir Rice. I'm also on IG at DJ Kaz. And hit me up for any DJ needs, uh, music needs. I also sing. So, you know, I do that as well. Wedding sing. Give us a little sample. Yeah, no, nah, oh, no samples right now. I'm, <laughs> my voice a little soft. I'm not gonna embarrass myself. <laughs> but if you go on my IG, you can find it. It's there, I promise. Well, guys, we hope that you enjoyed this wonderful episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast here on YouTube or follow us on Instagram at a little something to whine about. Again, that's a little something. The number two, whine about. We would love to interact with you, to hear what you're thinking about gender roles, um, male roles, father roles, mother roles, it's everything like that. So we just want to hear from you. So visit us on the website or IG. And remember, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. <laughs> Bye. Bye.